0: Hey everyone and welcome to The Daily Word. Glad that you have joined me. And today we're going to spend just a a few minutes here talking about the true gospel of Jesus Christ. As we're in Acts chapter 2 here, the people who have received what is is actually, if you think about it, it is the church's very first sermon given by Peter. It is a a very uh, plain sermon in the sense that it is an unadulterated, uh, unapologetic declaration of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of who He is and what He has done. And Peter brings before the the crowd there in Jerusalem the fact that, that they killed the Lord's Messiah, and yet God raised Him from the dead. And they respond because they've been cut to the heart by the Holy Spirit. They've been brought under the conviction of their sin by the Spirit they respond by asking a very sensible question, and that is, what should we do? Here's Peter's response. Verse 38, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, there um, is, it seems, from the very earliest days of the church up until today there there seems to be a constant challenge to the true gospel. And the basics of this seem to be on one side the Jesus plus gospel which of course is no gospel, gospel at all and we see this as that our salvation is dependent on yes the grace of Jesus but also on something else. As we're looking through the scriptures, we see the, those who are called the Judaizers, those who would say that you need Jesus and you need to observe the Mosaic Law. It needs to be both, where clearly in the early church this is cleared up that no, actually it is Christ alone for salvation, and that is the true gospel that we are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. But you see, on the other side, there is what what we might call uh, the the Jesus uh, and gospel. Uh, I have Jesus and I can do whatever I want. And I can follow the desires of my flesh. It's like I have Jesus and it doesn't matter what I do this also is a false gospel. So how are we to understand receiving the gospel by uh, grace alone we are saved as we receive the gospel through faith, as we receive Christ by putting our faith in Him? So what what place does what we do actually have in the gospel then? We're not saved by what we do. And yet clearly, clearly the Scriptures uh, declare that we are not we're not to just do whatever our flesh tells us to do. And the key is right here in our Scripture today, and that is that salvation is about repenting of our sin. What's, what once held us in slavery, we are released from. We turn from our sin and to God by the grace of Jesus Christ. We read in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, That as a matter of fact, those who are continuing to give their lives to sin, that that's what their life is about. That's what their devotion is. That they don't enter into the kingdom of God. They don't enter into this relationship with God where we live with Him by the grace of Jesus and in Him by His power. We read beginning at verse 9, Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or abusive or cheat people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. And of course, this is in direct alignment with the sermon of Peter, with the instruction that Peter gives to the people who are convicted of their sin and want to respond. It is to no longer live for sin. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't struggle with the remnant of sin, but we do struggle. We have made the decision and the public declaration by our baptism or by our confirmation in the church. We've made public declaration. I do not belong to sin. I belong to Jesus Christ and therefore there is no condemnation in Christ and yet we don't give up the fight. As a matter of fact, we, we press hard after the Lord. We, we actually do battle against sin. We, we, we actually take up this race that the Lord has set before us and we seek to actually put off all the sin that entangles us so that we can run that race the Lord has given us with perseverance. And all the while that we're struggling with sin and we're stumbling and getting back up and pursuing Him, we have yet made the decision, this is not my life. My life belongs to Jesus. I am am pressing after Him. And so we see in the true gospel that we have this great assurance that we are saved by the grace of Jesus. We are set free from sin and death and evil. Death no longer holds us. Sin no longer has the final word. The enemy no longer can hold us captive to the fear of death. But as well, we hear this high calling of Jesus Christ. And we know that we have actually turned from sin to Jesus. We belong to Him, not to our sin. So let us Let us rest in the confidence of our salvation because we understand the true gospel that those who feel the conviction of sin by the power of the Holy Spirit, who turn their lives over to Jesus Christ, who give themselves to Him, that we are saved. And that is confirmed by the gift of the Holy Spirit as the Spirit gives witness, gives testimony to our spirit that we, in fact, are the children of God. Thanks be to God for that great gift of the true gospel. Amen. Amen. And until we have a chance to speak again, friends, I pray that God would bless you and keep you.